Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter thirty, family competition. In Genesis chapter twenty-nine, Jacob is now married twice. He has two wives who happen to be sisters, Leah and Rachel. Rachel is the one Jacob really loved, but Leah was the older one, and their father said she should be married first. As this interesting marriage relationship begins, Leah starts to have children. In Genesis chapter 29, we see Leah has four boys. How many children does Rachel have at this time? Zero. How does this? Make Rachel feel. From the beginning, she was the one who was the most loved. How does she feel now? Genesis chapter thirty, verses one to eight. When Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, "Give me children, or I'll die." Jacob became angry with her and said, "Am I in the place of God, who has kept you from having children?" Then she said. Here is Bilha, my servant. Sleep with her, so that she can bear children for me, and I too can build a family through her. So she gave him her servant Bilha as a wife. Jacob slept with her, and she became pregnant and bore him a son. Then Rachel said, "God has vindicated me. He has listened to my plea and given me a son. Because of this, she named him Dan." Rachel's servant Bilha conceived again, and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said. I have had a great struggle with my sister, and I have won. So she named him Naphtali. Rachel feels jealous. In her jealousy, she exclaims to Jacob, "Give me children, or I will die." Jacob then gets angry with Rachel and says, "Am I God? He is the one who is able to give you children." And the next thing you know, out of this heated conversation comes an idea. An old idea. Rachel gives Jacob her servant to sleep with. The fight for a family. In this big competition for children, Jacob sleeps with Rachel's servant, and she has two children. Then Leah gets upset, and she gives her servant to Jacob, and she has two children. Now Jacob has four wives and eight children. Genesis chapter thirty verses nine to thirteen. When Leah saw that she had stopped having children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a son, and Leah said, "What good fortune!" So she named him Gad. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, "How happy I am! The woman will call me happy." So she named him Asher. The competition between the sisters continues, and in the end, Jacob has thirteen children. Here's the score: Team Leah, Leah, six boys, one girl; Zilpah, two boys. Team Rachel, 
Rachel, one boy. She will eventually have two boys. Bilhah, two boys. Through this whole process of having children, the women are focused on the competition and pleasing Jacob. At the end of the chapter, we do see Rachel prayed and God heard her prayers and gave her children. Genesis chapter 30, verses 14 to 24. During wheat harvest, Reuben went out into the fields and found some mandrake plants, which he brought to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Wasn't it enough that you took away my husband? Will you take my son's mandrakes too? Very well, Rachel said. He can sleep with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. So when Jacob came in from the fields that evening, Leah went out to meet him. You must sleep with me, she said. I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he slept with her that night. God listened to Leah, and she became pregnant and bore Jacob a fifth son. Then Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said, God has presented me with a precious gift. This time my husband will treat me with honor because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Sometime later, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and enabled her to conceive. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, May the Lord add to me another son. Jacob's Fight for Wealth In the meantime, Jacob is thinking about his career. He has worked hard for Laban for a long time, and besides the two wives, he never received a salary. He was a great shepherd, and through Jacob, Laban was very blessed and his flocks increased. This is the fulfillment of the blessings from God. Laban was being blessed through Jacob. But now Jacob was thinking about his own family and wealth. He asked Laban for a salary, all of the sheep and goats who had spots or stripes. Laban agreed. But then he did something devious. He had his sons take out all of the sheep and goats with spots and stripes and separate them so Jacob wouldn't get them. Genesis chapter 30, verses 25 to 36. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so I can go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and children for whom I have served you, and I will be on my way. You know how much work I've done for you. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. He added, Name your wages and I will pay them. Jacob said to him, You know how I have worked for you and how your livestock has fared under my care. The little you had before I came has increased greatly, and the Lord has blessed you wherever I have been. But now... When may I do something for my own household? What shall I give you? He asked. Don't give me anything, Jacob replied. But if you will do this one thing for me, I will go on tending your flocks and watching over them. Let me go through all your flocks today and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark-colored lamb, and every spotted or speckled goat. They will be my wages. And my honesty will testify for me in the future. Whenever you check on the wages you have paid me, 
any goat in my possession that is not speckled or spotted, or any lamb that is not dark-colored, will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. Let it be as you have said. That same day he removed all the male goats that were streaked or spotted, and all the speckled or spotted female goats, all that had white on them, and all the dark-colored lambs, and he placed them in the care of his sons. Then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob continued to tend the rest of Laban's flocks. Jacob then goes to work at building his flock. He achieves something I don't think is scientific, but I think God just blessed him. Soon, many sheep and goats were giving birth to spotted and striped babies, even though the parents weren't spotted and striped. Jacob specifically looked out for the strong ones and ignored the weak ones. The result was Jacob became a very rich man. Genesis chapter 30 verses 37 to 43. Jacob, however, took fresh cut branches from poplar, almond, and plane tree and made white stripes on them by peeling the bark and exposing the white inner wood on the branches. Then he placed the peeled branches in all the watering troughs so that they would be directly in front of the flocks when they came to drink. When the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they mated in front of the branches and they bore young that were streaked or speckled or spotted. Jacob set apart the young of the flock by themselves, but made the rest face the streaked and dark colored animals that belonged to Laban. Thus, he made separate flocks for himself and did not put them with Laban's animals. Whenever the stronger females were in heat, Jacob would place the branches in the troughs in front of the animals so they would mate near the branches. But if the animals were weak, he would not place them there. So the weak animals went to Laban and the strong ones to Jacob. In this way, the man grew excessively prosperous and came to own large flocks and female and male servants and camels and donkeys. Competition for Children and Wealth As the women were busy competing over children, Jacob was busy competing over wealth. How are we, as modern-day Christians, supposed to understand this strange story? The sisters are competing over their husband, who is a man with four wives. This results in jealousy, anger, and fighting. Jacob, for his own gain, takes over his uncle's flock. God's work in this family. Yet in the midst of all this, there is God's promises, blessing, and plan. How can these two things work together? How could God use such a selfish family? A family who competes with each other, is focused on their own desires, money, and gain, and driven by jealousy, anger, and possessions. These 12 sons of Jacob were to become very important people. They were the leaders of the 12 tribes of Israel, the building blocks of the nation. How can God work in this family? Why do you think God continued to use this family even though they displayed these human flaws? What will happen to these people? As we continue to read Genesis and the Bible, we will learn this family will grow to become a great nation, the nation of Israel. They had many ups and downs. Sometimes they followed God. Sometimes they turned away from Him. 
They did many amazing and wonderful deeds. They also demonstrated terrible choices. From these children came some important people, especially from Leah and Rachel. Leah's boy, Levi, became the head of all priests, and from him came Moses, Aaron, Eli, and John the Baptist. Leah's boy, Judah, was the ancestor of King David and Jesus. Rachel's boy, Joseph, was the ancestor of Joshua, Gideon, and Samuel. Rachel's boy, Benjamin, was the ancestor of King Saul, Esther, and the Apostle Paul. In this one family, we see the terrible side of our human nature. Jealousy, greed, cheating, even multiple wives. We also see God's promises, His plan, His blessings, and His grace. Through this family, the whole world has been blessed. This family brought us the Word of God. This family brought us Jesus Christ. Rachel and Leah struggled in the realm of family. Jacob struggled in the realm of his professional life and wealth. Is there an area of your life with which you are struggling? Maybe you face fighting and competition as well. Have you ever wondered how God could use you, a sinful person, in his kingdom? Have you ever looked at your life and thought, I'm not sure God could use me? Be encouraged. God used a family who started in competition, jealousy, trickery, and anger to bring the greatest blessings the world had ever seen. Consider your weaknesses, flaws, poor decisions, and sinful behavior and attitudes. Despite these liabilities, how has God used you? God chooses to use the people he created to be used in his kingdom work. He does not need us, but he wants us to be a part of his plan. Even in our sinfulness, he miraculously loves to take something broken and ugly and transform his people into something new and beautiful. How can we be transformed? It is through acknowledging our sinfulness and confessing to God our sin and then receiving forgiveness. Christ provides new life and we can be changed. 1 John 1, 9 If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. God loved the world so much that He sent His Son to die for us sinners. Romans chapter 5, verse 8 But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He did not give up on us, but made a way for us to be forgiven and transformed so we can become the people He intended us to be. We might have started out in jealousy, anger, fighting, and selfishness, but Jesus can transform us to become more and more like He is. This is good news. He will use Jacob and his family to bless the world, and He will use you to bring blessings to the people around you. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.